0: No, just the fact that I was able to get uh, us to go through the audio process again—it warms is, my heart.
1: I'm in, I'm in hell. I'm in literal hell. Like audio is my Ramsey Bolton today. Like I can't even, I can't even explain <laughs> just how, how badly I've been beat up by audio in the last couple hours. I just, I, I just I feel like, I feel like I've had my dick cut off uh, <laughs> by, by my audio and sent to Adam and Rob remotely. <laughs>
0: This is uh Reek
1: Austin. <laughs> That's basically where I'm at. I, I honestly, I'm I'm recording like some sort of Neanderthal at this point. Like I'm not even. <laughs> It's He's disgusting. actually what we
2: what we do is we have a paper cup and string going from his house to mine and the paper cup on my house just goes right to a microphone cuz he can't get any of his microphones
1: to work. I'm, miser- I'm miserable. I'm absolutely miserable right now and I'm going to spend a fuck ton of, and I mean a fuck metric ton of money this week on a headset. Like just an absolute <laughs> guys I'm gonna buy the fucking Bugatti of headsets this week. I don't give Honey, a fucking shit. I need to remortgage the house. <laughs> how, how much is that new Apple one? Eight hundred dollars. I'm fucking in. Like I, I'm so pissed at this point. Like I can't even. I I can't even explain how pissed I am at this point. But uh, anyway, so
2: the good news is we can consider this episode um, cold opening trainings because this would be the fourth time we've done it.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I'm, and, and it's gonna sound like trash from mine anyway. So this is gonna be just more audio that I have to scrub because I'm just recording off of the device mic. So whatever, I just I give up. <laughs> so
2: so now that uh, we now that we've shown our unprofessionalism for like the millionth time in this podcast, yeah. At least, why don't I we think go like, ahead and shame our own names? This <laughs> is
1: this is bottom of the barrel. Alex Austin here, host of Roach <laughs> Co-host of Geek Official <laughs> Podcast. With us on the pod today, we have Audio Plebe and Adam. Rob. <laughs> and just Rob enjoying my my state of absolute dejection. Just hey, just absolute you, you, bottom of the barrel dejection.
0: You know what? You know what? Y- you're going through a shit time. I am gonna be a considerate friend and make sure that I have the best possible time from your suffering. <laughs> I'm really glad to hear it. It's super efficient that way.
2: As the best friend, you have to make sure you have the best seats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, the, hey, he needs somebody to accurately recount his trials and tribulations. so. <laughs> Yours, Bard.
2: <laughs> Brave, so Alex got pissed off.
0: No, no, no. I just do a kick ass eulogy.
1: <laughs> well, I, I speaking of earlier, the the piece of audio I'm not going to splice in the first episode of Ronicky Geek and Fisher podcast was um, let's see, the current one posted is episode three, and that is May 6, 2018. And that is Avengers Infinity, Infinity War and Spoiler Cast. So there's only episode one and two that are currently gone, but they are safe. They're currently on a, on a, on a flash drive somewhere. Yeah. Not that to I, be very
2: selfish or anything, but I think you should just delete every episode that exists prior to my existence at the podcast.
1: Well, what I should do is that honestly, what I could do is I could take them off. So because that was January 2019. So I could take them off and then uh, tell you what, I'll just post them for a quarter of pop on uh, on Sephalopop. On so then, oh we'll god!
0: Actually, you, what would oh, be better yes. is if Adam wants to do some audio training, he can record himself into each episode, and then we can put those <laughs> up on Podcast.
1: <laughs> oh
2: my god,
1: that sounds and then, terrible! And then he just splices, <laughs> exactly. his, own, he yeah, splices yeah. his own audio in in random ass places. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'll just re-record myself over, because I think back then you had Aaron on uh, a decent portion of the time, in Osher, and Osher. No, I'll just, we honestly did I'll just say their no, lines in my we voice.
1: Oh, yeah, no, really? No, yeah. They, they were fairly unreliable uh, podcast guests, so uh, <sighs> I think by the end You're of January 2019. <laughs> oh, a- any time. I'm waiting for the day. But uh, yeah, I had my uh, I had my first jab uh this last week so hopefully uh hopefully we get back to some kind of normalcy here and we can begin recording recording together at some point in the future uh in, in the same room it'll be much easier and then we can have guests again like uh like the old the before time do you remember the before time
2: no, no. those it's- are the <laughs> land before time i was a dinosaur then
1: the, the mm. before times the before before times um <laughs> yeah in the land before times it was, uh, guys. It's been, it's been uh, a brutal recording year. Um, it, I, I, I'm so jealous of the states where where there's a lot of vaccines out there and people are kind of getting back into things. And and, yeah. and you can hear it in the audio quality from from my friends who are recording in the states and they could record together. It's good to hear uh, people in the same studio again together and and, and the quality mm-hmm. continuing to improve. So hopefully we'll get there in the next couple episodes. But uh, but if not, enjoy this utter trash audio that I'm providing you right now. So just. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoy it. Uh, it's it. What you're hearing now is already scrubbed as far as it could go because I've already spent hours and hours and hours doing it. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah. Good luck enjoying it.
2: Anyway, so, so speaking what... of trash, <laughs> who has played Mass Effect Legendary? Did you, uh, don't you love
0: my awesome segues? I was gonna say that was a good um, segue. I actually thought that they um, did some pretty good QOL uh, improvements to one. Is that true? From oh from, from, god, from yes. somebody's played them. Because oh, uh, God, one yes. was one was fucking rough, which which makes it's, sense. That was when Bioware was still like in its like infancy. Well, it wasn't but,
1: even uh, EA Bioware then.
0: No, it was just Bioware. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. Was was it, EA just publisher at that point, or they weren't involved at all?
2: No, they weren't involved at all. Hmm. It was rough all the way through. Even playing one, the graphics so playing mass effect one i could probably never replay it like it's just not even a chance like i could not play the original at all i would want to carve out my own eyes but now i was able to get through it with limited frustration (laughs) that's not so bad yeah it's definitely not their best work and it's still a product of the times and the mechanics are the same and the speech is the same Mm -hmm. but it's playable but frustrating um the classes the gameplay is just not that fun ai is derpy as all hell and you honestly just sit there it doesn't matter whether you're a biotic or um, a soldier you really just shoot guns a lot and sometimes use powers whereas if you fast forward to mass effect three if you're a biotic guns are like
0: you're using guns Ugh. (laughs) you should be a biotic god by that point mm.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i am a biotic god
0: true i um, love that scene so good
2: <laughs> so yeah it, it's it's a drastically different game but it definitely had some quality of life changes um some that i didn't even notice at first and i probably never and they seamlessly added it in that honestly unless a new site which some did pointed it out i never would have known it was a change it's yeah melded seamlessly
0: that's good i heard like the inventory was a big one
2: uh, honestly i don't even remember the old inventory i didn't have it, a problem with this it was inventory, uh, but. It,
0: it was not fantastic
2: <laughs> let's just yeah, put I, it that way what threw me off is i got a uh, a coworker of mine that is playing it on pc whereas i'm playing it on playstation 5 and i'll explain why because he wants to sit um, on the couch well i want to sit on the couch but mostly it's I've already played the games multiple times. I've done the Paragon ending, the Renegade ending, and the whole bunch in between. Yeah. So, but all my wife, all the colors. Yeah. But my wife has never done that. She's never played through the games. She knows very little about the games. She just knows that I love them. And this time around, the way we're playing is I'm playing through the shooty bits. She's playing and deciding <laughs> on the conversation bits. That's cool. So we're considering, we're considering it her story
0: yeah you're just there to kill things i'm
2: just there to kill things yeah and i'm enjoying her story and what she's seen and how she's experiencing it. it's fun to see i can never through and i somebody think it's else's actually eyes, right it's through a new person's eyes because that's yeah. the problem with the legendary edition is you could throw it at me and i'd be like that's fine i've played this game a million times I, there's nothing new or exciting yeah. but it's new and exciting now for me
0: yeah no, I totally get that. It's like whenever I go to like some some event or something with somebody that like I've gone there for years and they've never been and then all of a sudden I'm like watching their wide-eyed reactions like I don't know. It's like a weird drug. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's
2: like when you bring someone to their first Comic-Con or their first convention of some oh, sort yeah. and they're they're like a child in a candy store and you're like, "Ah, oh, that's that feeling."
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I get you. So I wanted to, in honor of my wife, for the first time beating the suicide mission in Mass Effect Two, she got everyone to survive. I want to be clear.
1: Wow, she worked very hard at it. Nice first run through. Uh, How much first run through? Well,
2: I was kind of a cruel bastard, and she's a perfectionist in games, and I was a cruel, cruel bastard, and I subtly, without actually lying to her, I implied. That if she made wrong choices or if, or in certain outcomes, that um, she actually would fail to recruit certain squad members. So when she was doing the recruitment things, she was um, – I tried to do that as a keep the suspense alive – but she ended up taking that as a, well, then I guess I can't make the wrong answer. So there was a few times during missions <laughs> where she's like, what's the right answer, Adam? I don't know. What, what if I make the wrong choice and they don't join my squad? I'm like, well, I guess that's that's the decision you make. <sighs> and she lost her mind. So she made everyone recruit. She did all of the friendship. She made me do all the ship upgrades. She made sure everything was perfect and ready for the assault. <laughs>
0: So everyone got melted, is what I'm hearing. No, no, she made it through. Oh no, no, I'm talking um, about the people in the pods. Because if you oh, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. take too long, they melt, right?
2: Oh really? No, I, I yeah, I, they I saved everyone. There was no one. I got all my crew back and everything.
0: No, no, like this this like the civilians is what one the ones that yeah, are the the,
2: all the civilians came back too. She she had them all interesting. Um, one thing to note was so she made it very clear that she was very into Miranda, and so she wooed Miranda. But she gets to the scene. If you remember in Mass Effect Two, you get to the scene where um, you don't get to woo the character until like right before the final mission. Mm, yeah, and so she's setting this up and setting up Miranda is like, "Hey, let's 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 get it on," and Miranda's like, "Oh yeah, I'll come see you when the mood is right." And she's like, "Oh damn right, you will." And then we lose all of the crew members of the Normandy to the collectors. And they're like, well, we lost all the crew, so we got to get through that Omega Relay. And Miranda's like, oh, now I'm in the mood, Shepard. My (laughs) girlfriend's like, now, Miranda? We got to go through the (laughs) Omega Relay. We don't have time for this horse shit. (laughs) You you have terrible timing.
1: See, this is where we need Christopher Walken voicing uh, your main character then. So, absolutely. Whether you're... you're
2: I gotta get some of the ass. Yeah, yeah. The fuck <laughs> anywhere. There's no one on the ship.
1: <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> it's gonna be great, man. Oh my god.
2: So, in in in, uh, in support of that, I wanted to sort of get your guys' opinion because I know you guys haven't played it in a while. You never played the legendary, but I know it's embroiled in all of our minds. Hopefully, all the characters are still there because it's an important game. I wanted to go through the classic uh, "fuck Mary, chill" edition. Of this.
1: (laughs) That sounded so much more ridiculous when you said it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, I wanted to get your opinions on who you'd fuck, who you'd marry, and who you'd chill with, and assume that the rest die during the suicide mission. It doesn't fully make sense because you can include people from Mass Effect 3. Okay. Hmm. So, let's kind of do our best ofs. This will, you know, this is kind of one of threes. Let's do our fucks. Um, Let's go around the table. And I'm kind of interested starting with Rob. And the <laughs> this reason I say is because I think Jack. I know
0: who he's gonna say.
2: Yes, I knew that.
0: What what did he say? <laughs> was is that like was that really like were you confused? No. <laughs> so uh well he said he said uh Jack.
1: Oh for fuck. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Yeah. So now that we know that, that's all it we're not gonna go continue with the rest of the story. I just wanted to start off with Rob. Why are you so mentally Fucked. you want to have sex with the most <laughs> mentally deranged character in the entire well well,
1: like, well give give thing. us a quick reminder um, of, of who jack is i remember I, I remember i remember uh jack in the game but maybe give a, a quick rundown
0: you want to take it away mr no mr. this is Fresh? your character oh yeah okay fine uh kind of like the um what's a biotic uh, super weapon character essentially the one that had all the experiments done to, like, completely amp up her ability.
1: Yeah, she's, uh, so Subject Zero, right? And, yeah. And yeah. there was all these unethical sort of experiments that that occurred to to her. So I, I I would say my impression I got was she was more cybernetic than human after that. No, there's no, no. cybernetics to my understanding. No?
0: Uh, th- there's, um, yeah, there are some, but they're just, meant like, brain implants. They're not, they're nothing...
2: Crazy. So basically, the elusive man had a ship that was containing a bunch of Element Zero, explode over like a colony, and the Element Zero rained on the people. And he specifically did this to try and force biotic evolution because he believed that Mm -hmm. biotics was the future of mankind. And then Mm -hmm. he took a bunch of the children that showed a lot of promise in biotics, put them in a lab, and said. (laughs) hey, one of you, this Jack person we found out is the best of us. So we don't want to kill her, but we want to grow her powers. And they murdered a bunch of other kids doing experiments to basically perfect the experiment so that it was just enough to push Jack to the next level, but not enough to kill Jack. Yeah. And that's how Jack came out.
1: What's a little piece of trivia here. What is Jack's real name? Hmm. That's a good question. Real first name no idea i guess if you it says if liara to is present during the mission to evacuate grissom academy in mass effect 3 then she reveals that jack's real first name is jennifer oh there you go jen
0: <laughs> oh. yeah i would have probably never figured that out i actually don't really rock out with Liara very often <laughs> yeah me neither
1: too bad
2: So, Rob, is it just is it literally just sexy time? Come on, you got to spill the deets. Why why um, fuck Mass
0: Effect fields? Are you fucking like you want to
2: go with the whole space fuck with gravity sex type?
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) No, I mean, like uh, (laughs) in all in all honesty, though, I mean, like uh, there's some there's obvious other options because just like stuff that you would not have access to in your current life. So, like the aliens and stuff like that. Sure, I can get those answers, but. I figured I was like, "Hey, which which was the most interesting character?" I think that, (laughs) so I went with that one.
2: Uh, Fair enough. All right, Alex.
0: Who's on your list of the to
2: fuck?
1: Uh, let's see. Gonna have to go with uh, Edie on that one.
2: Oh, (laughs) robot lover.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm changing my answer. (laughs) (laughs) But like before him, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Hold on. <laughs> I, I figure it's it's worth a shot at least once. You try it, you see what happens, if there's anything to be had there. And, uh, you know, probably not going to be long term because, you know, this is somebody who already kind of knows everything before you know it because, you know, she's a robot, but uh, artificial intelligent. But, uh, you know, I, I figure it's worth a one shot.
2: Now, I, I have to ask the question. Technically, is everyone on Normandy, on the Normandy SR2 having sex with Edie? Because they've all
1: penetrated her. That's it, so technically, she is yes. the ship. Technically, yes. And uh, technically, I would be banging the ship. So that would be so
2: you're so you'd basically be like R2D2 putting his little probe droid inside. the. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, if there's a place, we'll find it. We'll take care of things. Uh, we, I really Alex don't know. Been they in never the server go room
0: great... for way too long again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they never go into great detail. Uh, otherwise, it just turns out like the uh, like the remote, like the phone sex, you know what I mean? Like the classic classic <laughs> phone sex scenario. It's like AI
0: dungeon. Yeah. That good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, man, it, that would have to be that would have to be my first one. So uh, I, I got I got no others that would kind of take precedence over over that one. Although who's um, uh, Zora? What was her name? talizora Zora. yeah yeah maybe she would have been talizora
2: Zora um well normandy by the end of it but
1: yeah
2: yeah. wait have you seen her without her mask that's actually an interesting that's an interesting factoid i should that should be brought up (laughs)
0: factoid really yeah the the shutterstock factoid is that the one we're going with (laughs) no no um so in
2: legendary edition they changed that uh stock photo no shit
0: no shit
2: so, I guess there was Tally Zora actually had, they rendered a face for Tally Zora at some point in the original development, but they just never used it for that picture. They've updated it, and that was kind of a controversy. So, for those who don't know, if you woo Tally Zora at the end of Mass Effect 3, I think it was, um, you would get a chance to see a picture. Um, of it was just a picture on like you know uh, Shepard's nightstand of Tally Zora without her mask on her home planet um, or on a planet that she could take her mask off and she I imagine basically that just,
1: she, she looks like Melina or something from like Mortal Kombat uh
0: no <laughs> no, not no, she so. looks, no, no she actually looks closer to Mantis
1: what so, let me no. see
2: so From i have Guardians posted it Galaxy. into oh, gotcha. discord you can take a look at episode content actually i'll put it in general chat Novi, for was those the, who uh, want to
0: join us oh yeah that's the shutterstock one wait that's the shutterstock it... one that's
1: that's oh i see that's not just the girl who voiced her
2: no 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 that's just a random it's just a oh. yeah Crazy. So you can see they took the middle one, that's the original, and they slightly edited it so she had glowing eyes and they edited her fingers to match aquarian fingers. And that's pretty much that's what you got for the picture. That's what she originally looked like.
1: Dang dude, you know, might might have to change mine from E D to uh um uh what was her name? Tally. Tally Zora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might have to change it. So but interestingly enough, so they
2: edited. They took out that stock photo. People were kind of upset about that. Like, oh wow, Corian, she just kind of looks human. And not only that, but you just took a stock photo. That's kind of it's kind of lame. People were just let down. I think. I think it was a feeling of let I down. Think it's kind of cool. This, however, is um, a rendering. They put in a picture of it, but this is what she looks like now officially in the picture. Not much different.
1: <laughs> wait, where General Chetnobi? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah,
2: of course, General Chetnobi. Yeah. So they still have the glowing eyes, they've got eh. like a little marking on their face, but still pretty much human.
1: Eh. I don't know. The other I was I don't know. I was probably more into the other one. I'll stick with Edie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've reached you've re cool. changed your mind.
1: What 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 do they call the uh, hard bodies in uh um battle angel Alita? They call them hard oh, bodies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or whatever, yeah. And if yeah. you've got to
1: make a quick escape, maybe she'll cut off my head and carry it around, just like Battle Angel Alita. So, no big deal. <laughs>
0: with a battery you know. yeah yeah <laughs> so god damn who posted
1: <laughs> the picture ramsey Bolton with the freaking hot dog yeah you're
0: welcome <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh wow
0: actually i i think i probably would change my answer because i thought about it for a second uh, okay um probably is it samara
1: oh the justicar yeah really yeah She's the okay. second Asari you encounter,
0: right? That Explain. Oh, was yes just because she... the alien thing. Oh, okay,
2: all. good. If you were going to take the opportunity, you might as well take the opportunity for it to be an alien, right. since it's in space.
0: And, and I'm going to move Jack to my sec- to the second answer anyway.
2: Really? Dang, okay. dude. We, we definitely need to talk about that one. No, um, we don't. you need help, dude. <laughs> 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 so I'm actually fairly boring because I I figured okay. I could go with an alien and go with like someone like Liara. Okay, for, for fuck, but she's kind of I I highly suspect, aside from her shadow broker thing, she's way too into a shadow broker, her sex would be very um emotional. It'd be very connected. And that's not really what you want for a one one stop, you know, a pump and dump. Um wow. So <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Uh Samara, she seems kind of like she have sex Like she doesn't want sex samara doesn't she doesn't do that anymore she's past that so she would probably just that's starfish on me <laughs> and that's no fun <laughs> uh, what what <laughs> um and you know there's a few other characters but really i think the best one and, and tally zora would be very difficult because there's a whole health thing there and <laughs> it would just be a whole tough thing and she.
0: Here's some she time, likely, I'll see you in the morning. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> she likely hasn't really had – she doesn't have that much experience, so it likely wouldn't be that great of an experience. Um, but I figured the best one who would have the most experience uh, would probably give you what she – and was genetically engineered to be attractive is Miranda Lawson. That's got to be my pick.
1: You got to get that ass.
2: <laughs> you got to get the ass. Um, I can actually tell you that I didn't notice – the lack of ass shots. It didn't affect me at all. Oh, okay. um,
1: that's good. So you're talking about the remake the legendary edition where they pretty, pointedly said that they were going to remove them.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I think that uh, that whole thing blowing up was because people, people were just fucking bored. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Obviously like, when the game the came out, no them. one was angry.
0: Yeah. Like when they removed them, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, it was a bit, it was a bit weird uh, the first time around. So. Okay.
2: I, yeah i completely agreed obviously it was one of those things where the news came out and everyone was just like Dad, why are you doing that but everyone's like yeah it's fine <laughs> <coughs> i'm totally cool with that but seriously i think she'd be the best one i think that's why but she's not someone you'd want to stay with long term because sounds like she's got a little too many problems although she's very close to the married category she's not quite there
1: yeah i think she's party girl i think she's going out for uh for uh, White Girl Summer, and uh I think you're just not going to see her again. I think it's just a one and done, man. That's what it is. That's exactly yeah. it, is. She's got to go back to her sorority. That's right.
2: <laughs> her Cerberus sorority. Oh, Cer- Cerberus Beta game Gal- was
1: made today, if that game was made today, she'd absolutely be an influencer type character. So, 100%. oh, sure.
2: <laughs> so, all right, Rob, you've changed your answer for your Mary category. Yeah, to Jack yeah i think as a friend i need to talk to you
0: (laughs) this is is an intervention did you you not go through all of their story
2: yes i have gone through all of jack's story
0: well then you would know that uh they would be extremely like fiercely loyal to anybody i think that they'd settle down with and on top of which they actually do make a a concerted effort to change so you know that's something you could work with and and to be honest you could chill with her too. So like, I don't see any reason why not.
2: (laughs) Okay. First of all, chill. No, she's got way too many fucking mental problems. The problem with her being loyal (laughs) is the moment someone like throws you under the bus, the moment someone does something slightly wrong with you, she immediately crushes them into a pellet ball and is like, and you just look at her like, what the fuck? And she just goes, I love you. And they made fun of you. And you're like, yeah, but you, that's not okay, Jack. And <laughs> <don't> she's just <laughs> like, yeah, I love murder.
1: Is it, is, is it the tattoos? Is <laughs> it the tats I that are getting around? Like that. what is going on
0: here? I don't think I agree with that assessment of the character. <laughs>
1: Rob,
2: I have seen like people who have no inner ears have more of a mental balance than she does. She would kill anything because it looked at her wrong sure she won't kill that, you for that's that not
0: a, that's not a me problem
2: though <laughs> well, it, it is when you're in the mall and someone some girl just checks you out and she notices and just biotic slams her against a fucking pillar and crushes her skull
0: i mean sucks <laughs> <laughs> i thought that'd be a lesson to them too i guess like what? what do you want me to say so Alex has a good That's question. Right. When, though, it, when somebody's a biotic god, you don't you don't question what they do. You go, okay.
2: <laughs> well, sounds like Rob's hoping she'd be dominatory.
0: <laughs> oh no, I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying, you know, I don't have that ability. So
2: is it? So is it the tattoos? Is it the tats
1: and the leather? That's a, the leather straps. Eh. Take a or leave them. <laughs>
2: Eh. He likes (laughs) likes emotionally and managed and mentally damaged women. I I, I get the pattern here.
1: Congratulations, Rob. Congratulations. Like, they're all yours.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I agree with your assessment, is all I'm saying.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, just because she has to go to therapy five times a week. (laughs) So, all right, Alex. Who are you marrying?
1: Uh, gonna have who, to go with you uh, one Liara to Sony. Now, did did you did you woo her all three games in a row? The second the second game, I definitely did. No, sorry. The first and second, I definitely did. Yes.
2: And you just ignored her in the first one?
1: In the third one? Yes.
2: <laughs> we don't Correct. plan it to save. We don't got time for that.
1: But uh, no, honestly, really cool character. Uh, digging their home world. Wouldn't mind moving there. Uh, to raise a family and um, you know if you're fine with every potential child just turning out as the same sort of pseudo looking blue person then you know you could get along with the Asari so because uh, that's kind of what they do right so they take the, the sort of prime genetic makeup from one species and mix it with theirs and then, and then they have an offspring that kind of shares both uh, DNA strands right so that's kind of their thing so kind of melds genetics together uh, in the So net. they're
2: interestingly enough it's not that they're melding your DNA. What they do is they use your DNA to uh, cause mutations.
1: Okay, and and they're technically not. I mean, they look female for our intents and purposes, but they're not female necessarily. No, right? so every Asari
2: is can procreate in like generically can just hey i'm just going to i they can just in theory vomit out another kid yeah. if they want yeah, to yeah. by themselves right. but what they do is they use genetics from other races not to take that genetics and create a new kid but to basically they take the genetics and it negatively or potentially it impacts their their genetics to create uh, mutations that they would otherwise not have and therefore that's
1: how they procreate and you know so that and all, is, that's, and all that's fine i'm just simping over blue people so that's all that's all that's happening here
0: <laughs> wow <the laughs> so it speaks the truth
1: uh she's uh honestly she's she's a great character she's fiercely loyal to the mission uh so great 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 character uh all around i, I really enjoyed playing uh, along with her throughout the, the story in the first and second game and uh and then doing i don't know when i did the third game i don't think i had any romance in the third game that i really pursued when i played that but uh, i'm gonna guess at the end
2: you enjoyed her twist from like the caring little girl to the fucking shadow broker
1: oh yeah that's right yeah that was uh that was oh that's like my favorite piece in dlc as well was the uh, was the shadow broker dlc loved it ah okay From mass effect 2 so where you do like the the it looks almost looks like a car chase that takes place in like Blade Runner, where you're flying the cars through the buildings and everything. Yeah, the, yeah oh, so cool, man. Loved it. That that was the DLC that they had for that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh yeah. And and she was fairly central to that as well.
2: Yeah, that was a fun one because it was unique to fly through Ilium on these you know what it reminded me more of was I think the second episode of Star Wars. I think it was Attack of the Clones.
1: That's right. Yep. Yep, the first uh, the first half hour. Or so was all. Uh, in fact, I watched that last year for the first time in a while, and and I was blown away by that scene. It was so cool, where they're going through the car chase on Carsong. And uh, you remember that all, being
2: a good scene?
1: It was fantastic. So I just rewatched it uh, last year. So in fact, uh, all of the prequels are far better than the sequels. Go watch them and find out for yourself.
2: <laughs> oh, I don't doubt that. I know that it's now.
1: it's it's crazy how much better they are at this point. It is so sad yeah i try not to so, think about it but i've also disavowed the sequels so anyway <laughs> <laughs> i think most people have yeah, yeah
2: so i've put my category and it's it's one of those things where it's going to be a difficult life and you got to find a way through it but um Tali zora Voss normandy as my mary mm. she is a sweetheart gal who while on one hand she has carries a lot of hope for the world i'm generally a pessimist in the world and i look at the world with hatred and disdain like an old man looking at people on his lawn and i need someone that travels the you know the time with me that can balance that out and Tally zora can do that she She, is a hopeful character she
1: is fairly positive for someone who comes from a race who are just like wandering the stars is like nomads (laughs) with no home left They kind of have no one to blame but themselves because, you know, hey,
2: let's create this race that can annihilate us. Oh, they annihilated us. (laughs) That's on us. (laughs) (laughs) It's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's literally like if if the humans right now were to just nuke ourselves off of our planet, there is we the only answer is we all look at each other and go, "Mm -hmm, yeah, that that seems fitting. Yep. uh, We deserve that.
1: (laughs) Except in your marriage, she could potentially create a problem that annihilates your relationship. I mean, there's precedent for it. So like, uh, I don't know, like you forget to take out the trash, you know, multiple times over multiple weeks and it becomes an issue that ultimately destroys the marriage. It could happen.
2: I just get her to program a VI to do it. Oh,
1: okay, cool. Yeah. She's
2: a computer whiz <laughs> and an engineer. No, she she's a sweetheart. She's a sweethearted gal that, you know, like I said before, she's probably hasn't had sex all that often. So I'd have to train her in that regard. But quite <laughs> frankly, oh my God, um, <laughs> oh, relationship wise. Wow. <laughs> she's a hopeful loving person that you know she's loyal to the to her friends and family so you know she'd be a loyal partner and she's got hope and i think that's a strong positive requirement i and think she's that's smart. a
1: classic scenario of you go and be with the wife's family when you get married like you're you're gone like you will never see your family again you have to go and live on their nomadic ship or whatever
0: you're, you're like, a belter at that point yeah
1: yeah 100 you <laughs> you're gone man
2: yeah you know you're probably right you're you're probably right that she would she'd be like i think we should live with my family yeah you, you kind of have to because basically i'd have to go there and get myself sterilized horribly because that's their shtick that's why they're yeah. In the suit. yeah you would just you'd probably just wear your own suit well i wouldn't wear a suit i think at that point if i was on the flotilla with them i would just have all of my germs nuked out of me well over the I'm course saying. of a long period and yeah. then i could just live with them uh, I'd I'd wear suits just like they do when they go out. and no, I'd have to I'm live yeah. like them.
1: I, I would right. qualify. It. I would say, well, I mean, like, do you have Netflix and Amazon Prime? And if they don't, I'm not going. Like, it's not happening. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to Netflix and chill in deep space yeah, on a flotilla.
1: Who knows what these people are doing for for entertainment? But I, I, I
0: gotta I, assume that their archive capability must be insane.
1: <laughs> or what? Or I would imagine, like, maybe they're making like new content, but it's all kind of the same because they're just on this giant ship. So I don't know.
2: Funny things, there was two comments made in Mass Effect. There's three statements that's of interest. One, there's a joke by Joker at some point when you're flying around. And he's like, ah, the worst thing about doing deep space um, missions is the shitty radio stations that you get from 1920s Earth. That's funny. Because <laughs> he makes a joke because the radio stations take so yeah. long to go out there. And so he's you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you wouldn't
0: actually understand them at that point. But
2: no, they'd be broken down. But maybe they have AI that can fix it. Right. I don't know. But that's not the most interesting part. The interesting part is even though he makes that statement. So they're like, hey, this is a world where radio waves take forever to get stuff. And then they immediately have communications that occur immediate and live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Through hologram, so that doesn't make any sense. And then in Mass Effect Three, I we just started it, my wife and I, and they actually discussed that they invented quantum entanglement communications to yeah. make communications better.
1: Yeah. So Master yeah, the communications, communications are weird.
2: So in theory, they would have live Netflix and
0: live TV
1: on the Flotilla. Yeah.
0: So you're good.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I can do that then. But yeah. they have even more on Ilium.
0: Jesus, this 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 whole fucking system doesn't even have 17 G. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs>
1: 17G. Well, that's
2: because they were afraid of. They didn't want to put the 17G towers up because you know they mess with your brain
0: and the relays. <laughs> and the relays. <laughs> they, send you, they send you to dark space. What if what if it goes ahead of the reverse
1: What if the relays only operate on like 5G?
2: <laughs>
0: oh man!
2: <laughs> All right, I we're gonna go in a different route this time, Alex. Who's your best bud? Who's the one that you just want to chill? Wait, Who's wait, the wait. One that Rob, Rob best... has to go
1: first. Rob has to go first.
2: Yeah, no, I got to go oh, last this time, though. Yeah, we're making him go last on this one now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, True. so you're going to go first. Who Who are you going to chill with? Who's going to be your I'm best have gal? The best answer, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's going to be your best gal or guy at your wedding? Who's the one you want to chill with the most?
1: Look, honestly, like, Garris is up there. Don't get me wrong. Garris is up there, but I, I feel like... I feel like, you know, I'm looking back to my 20s and the kind of people I hung out with. I feel like Miranda would be a really good time. A really good time. Mm-hmm. And How just, is
2: Miranda the kind of people you hung out with?
1: Because she attracts, like, a lot of attention to herself. You know what I mean? Because of that ass. So, like, it's it's... It- it's it's, you know i I think you could go anywhere with her and probably have a really good time so just as friends just platonic just hanging out
2: okay you think that she she'd just be able to have a good time set up a party wherever she is
1: yeah wherever she goes is a party man so like we said if this game was remade today she'd absolutely be just like an influencer like a youtuber so
2: so would you so you're you're the kind of part of the risk is this is psychology and i love this shit uh so what what i'm trying to understand is when you go hang out with your friends, you're okay with your friends being the center of attention as long as you're just around the attention.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Because then, then okay. I have the ability to break away whenever I want to.
2: <laughs> you can just like I gotta go to the washroom. No yeah, I can. I could
1: literally go. I could go play video game if I wanted. Like it doesn't matter. I'm not the center of attention. Okay, I'm good with it. So you,
2: you're, you don't want to have to manage the party. You just want to be at the party. I don't and show want up. the
1: responsibility. I don't want the responsibility at this point. So maybe maybe this is my thirty seven year old self talking to my twenty seven year old self, but I don't want the responsibility anymore. So I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so chilling, chilling with Miranda. I've got like three answers for this one.
1: Yeah, it's tough. This is a tough one. Well, you've got only me right now. To... Actually, I changed my answer. Joker, Joker. He's so chill. He's a lot of fun. You can't you can't take him down with you on a planet. So he's not truly a companion in that sense but but i think joker mm. he's just chill
2: yeah you know i when going through my list
0: i didn't even think of that but that is a very good choice he'll he's... probably he'll get his own his own autonomous body like ed eventually Hopefully. when he becomes an ai or
1: he can just ride on Edie's back whatever i mean we're, we're fucking anyway so
0: <laughs> like c3po <laughs> yeah, that is kind of messed up you picked Edie and you're chilling with joker huh <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow
1: We're
0: <laughs> gonna like, gloss right past that one <laughs>
1: Oh, wow man. maybe that joke will make the cut i don't know maybe it will maybe it won't <laughs> this is not making the cut but yeah it would definitely be end up being like uh like c through po chewbacca's back situation
0: <laughs> oh my god
2: so i'm definitely a garris garris friend he totally seems like the guy that's always got your back and you know that when you go to do something you've got a sniper sitting right behind you so if anyone fucks with you or does anything he's just ready and waiting and you never notice him until he just pops in and it's just like yeah fuck you and then he just he's oh, got you're your thinking back. In,
1: like really practical terms
2: no 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 i don't know i i mean like i assume that he's like that for quips for usefulness for you know you're at a party and you make a bad joke and it lands flat he can just sort of show up and prop you up because really every single time you're with garris he's a funny guy he makes hilarious comments mm, that's true so you yeah. know he's you know he's got a funny bone in him and you know that he's loyal to a T, but you also know he's willing to go a little. He's willing to do a Jager bomb with you. You know that. That's true.
1: That's true. Yeah, I can see that. He he just
2: seems like a loyal, good friend. He's he's like what happens if you got Boyle and made him cool Boyle from Nine Nine. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Boyle for, from Nine
1: Nine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Jesus.
2: But true make story. Him cool. And so that mine's pretty basic. My that that one's pretty simple rob you have the most fucked up psyche of all three of us that we can tell so far so please explain your chill option aria to <laughs> oh that's a questionable who, is, who that, is that? you always choose gray areas <laughs> don't is you is that
0: is that gray? is that gray
2: aria to loke aria, aria to is the owner of the uh, rob can explain this is his uh, choice the space station yeah oh uh, um, Omega.
0: she's the one who runs the, she's the, yeah, she runs the, uh, bar, uh, what, the, what's it called? I can't remember.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, she's Asari, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. she is
0: an Asari. Um, because you purgatory like, is the bar purgatory thank you yeah because like literally runs the damn place and you could do like anything there
1: <laughs> well you get free drinks Kay. anyway
2: so this one's a gray area because she is a companion but only for one side mission she's a temporary uh, no she shows for one dlc as well. pack no, no she's no in dl it, that's what i'm talking about in number three she is only a temporary squad mate as a DLC. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. So she she does not show up forever.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, uh, my other my other options. I got those. I how about Zain Masani?
2: Oh my god! Yeah, he's you the are awesome a monster.
0: You <laughs> be awesome to hang around. <laughs> yeah, if you want to go like skin children. Oh, no, like he's got some sweet ass stories. What are we talking about? Oh no one skinning with you. children. No one's, gonna, no one's gonna fuck with you oh god you, so learn, you're walking you around. learn so many great things like how to like you know raid a ship and take it for your own
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so so I, I i'm just imagining your bachelor party right now uh hi we're gonna go raid a blood bloodhound or uh whatever other group what, what is it no blue suns he owned the blue, a blue suns. suns we're gonna he go did, raid yeah. a blue suns uh encampment that's that's your bachelor party
0: we're gonna take it back yeah we're gonna take it back <laughs> uh but i mean uh if i had any other option if there was like a where you could get like two people in a room and just like chill for a couple of hours definitely had to be morden solace and dr okir which one's dr okir is that He's the, the one grunt yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. He's. You know, I figured. I
0: I figured you choose Soulless as your chill because I know Soulless is your favorite is character. Going way too fast all the time. But yes, just, I have the I have the most emotional tie to Soulless. I feel. The feel super bad number three. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's got a good story arc with. Uh, I don't want to
2: say it too loud because Amanda might hear me through it's a the, bunch the, of walls. The
0: seashells thing that kills me every time. I literally cried the first time I played that part. Wait, what? Did you not get that? I don't know. I don't
2: know anything you're talking about with the seashells.
0: Okay, so in there's a you do a mission thing in two where. He talks about like, oh, hey, it would be fun to go out and collect things like seashells on Earth or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then so in the third one, he's up in the tower right before he dies. Spoilers, I guess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, He he says uh, something to the effect of like, oh, I'm going to really regret not having the chance to go get those seashells with you or something like something like that. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll look for the clip and I'll, I'll post it up on in the in the in the Ronin geek discord i didn't know about that side mission oh not, not that i remember is, it. it it is heartbreaking when it when it pays off later on you're like jesus christ <laughs> that is dark that is awesome but yeah like uh i've never i never felt that emotional about losing a character in a game that is 100 the most emotional i've ever felt about losing yeah a character you've in a never game. lost
2: nobu in ghosts of tsushima
0: yes. yeah i don't give a fuck <laughs> no boo nobody cares that's what the the beginning of that (laughs) yeah no
1: open wound it's still an open wound
0: i mean i have to say this though like in all seriousness there's so many characters in the mass effect universe that i'd love to spend time with legion would be just interesting uh like like, there's just like everyone's got like great stories in my mind like sure they're not not everyone's the most amazing character since like sliced bread but like some of them are really fucking interesting
2: They've got some great, and that's one thing that I noticed, and we kind of blasted through Mass Effect 1, and my wife's general opinion, she she didn't, she wasn't attracted to anything, like nothing, she's like, yeah, just go through the story, because she didn't, she wasn't pulled to the side missions, she wasn't pulled to talk to characters, she wasn't pulled to be interested. As soon as Mass Effect 2 hit, and they started showing off these characters more, immediately, she's like, oh, can you go back to the ship and talk to this person, I want to investigate that person more, oh, let's go do that person's mission, I'm interested to see what's going on there and she showed so much more interest in the characters themselves and i think that's a
1: feeling for all of us yeah yeah that's a that's a big difference between mass effect one and mass effect two like mass effect two just the production values and the time they spent on each character went up dramatic so very very different experience going into mass effect two
2: yeah yeah and i think unfortunately we're going to find out that mass effect three i haven't finished it with her yet we just started it but um Mass Effect 3 was so focused on the end of the world scenario they didn't get a chance to really show enough love with the side characters and I think that's gonna I think that's where really it stumbles. Yeah, it's got the decision color tree at the end that kind of makes it all empty and feel mechanical rather than just the, how the suicide mission played out, but also you don't feel as um, invested in your squad as you do in Number Two. Oh, Yeah, uh, yeah. Number what, Two takes everything is,
0: to the next level. So everyone always talks about like you know having a different uh, like a little something that disappointed them about Three, and usually it's just the color thing. But something in Three absolutely killed the game for me uh, when it when I first when I first had the revelation. Um, is there anything in the in the third game that killed the series a bit in your heart? Um
2: yes um the first thing i can remember is let's see if i can word this correctly so in mass effect 2 when you made decisions you didn't always know what those decisions outcomes were you weren't told make sure to get your ship updates you weren't told make sure to do these things you just it you either did or you didn't and you lived with the consequences and if the game did a good enough job you didn't know what caused those consequences whereas in mass effect 3 you start the game and as soon as the world opens up to you you can go to a computer like a little terminal and it's like "Hey, here's how good you're doing bar and it's like yeah. no hmm. no don't don't tell me how good i'm hmm. doing let my decisions speak for how good i'm doing and let me not know how good i'm doing
0: so that at the end i just get the story that i get yeah it's a good yeah. point yeah i, I don't know you, if that's alex? the same thing you were talking about rob no it's not I, I like that though that's very true what about you alex was there anything like and your answer gonna be like no i it was a great game. Uh, you had no problem with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, for um, me, it was just what by the time I got to three and the reason why I have so much less memory of it than two is because three to me was just like, it was just the end game. It was just me racing sure. to get to the end and kind of conclude the story with the Reapers and everything. Like it was like, it was a good yeah. game from what I remember. And I fully enjoyed the combat but i think i spent about half as much time in it as i did in 2 um just just by nature of it being the the final game and it just it, it, i just felt like i had to get to the end of it right because at that point it had been you know a six year journey and it was the third game and you know at that point we were expecting all of our decisions to matter which they did not ultimately <laughs> on the first yeah. go around <laughs> but uh which is a whole story for another time but uh but 3 was just it was just a different beast and uh, it wasn't a bad game uh it's just uh it, it was just for me it just felt like an action title and i just wanted to get to the end Whereas 2 definitely felt like a more of a full uh, more of a fully formed rpg experience yeah
0: yeah no i I don't disagree at all with that um the uh so i'm gonna like without trying to prompt you guys too much as to what i'm getting at what was like what's mass effect as a series um and, and certainly bioware games by extension but mass effect in particular pushed one one thing about uh its game series uh and 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 you've already touched on it both of you i'm just wondering can i get you guys to confirm like what was the top thing that was like the selling point of mass effect choice
2: choices have consequences yeah. or, or they matter i guess right Cho-
0: choices your choices matter at least the big ones right yep
1: yeah for me it was the it was the the big sweeping epic you know what i mean it right. was the it was the sort of you know fairly open ended experience of of being able to travel where you want kind of at your own pace because that's the kind of game I gravitate to anyway uh and certainly that was that was more more eccentric in mass effect 2 than it was in one but it wasn't until mass effect 2 that i got into the series uh and then i start from the beginning but yeah it was definitely definitely had to do with that the choices were the choices were fun um I didn't care as much until getting close to the end of two and trying to figure out how to keep people alive and everything after the final after the suicide mission. But, um, right, you know, three yeah. didn't exactly pay off then. You know what I mean? So for me, that, that was what made two so strong.
0: Right. And, and that's kind of what the point I was about to build into is that there is one specific choice that pisses me off. Um, because it was kind of the first big choice you ever make as Commander Shepard. And that is, do you kill the Rachni Queen? What was that? Or do you save the Rachni Queen? Yes. And Mass Effect Three oh. said, well, if you killed the Rachni Queen, even though the Reapers have never done this before, they're going to revive a race and then twist it to make more troops. Mm. When the Reapers are the collectors of life and would never need that kind of assistance in right. the first place. Yeah, That felt like a cop-out to me. Mm. In my mind, what they should have done was they should have either those rachni creatures that you fight in three show up or they don't yeah. period end of sentence yep so it's and, technically and I been something fine that with that. you're
1: responsible for and not them
0: right well no but the thing is like even if you kill the rachni queen they revive
1: her yeah
0: in three yeah, yeah. so what was the i point don't of think my they choice? revive her no, i they do. it was just another no. they recreate
2: her like they clone no. her but it's a, it's not one that has
0: the same memory as the other one yeah but that doesn't matter though the thing is that they bring her back because the they're like i never do that why would they you're do right. that to make some kind of grunt soldier that's not even that good <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) you're you're absolutely right It, it they wanted an excuse to
2: they needed that scene in there for whatever reason and they they couldn't think of a they they couldn't accept the answer of how about you just not like, it's yeah. okay to just not have that, that nobody mission. would have
0: been pissed nobody would have been pissed you, just replace it with just some other thing it's an infestation don't even don't even have the rachnice just have you know all the other problems going on because you're there anyway like yep it it, it didn't need to be in there and Reapers it totally fucked enough, really. you out of your big your big choice yeah you're, you're absolutely right and
2: one of the other choices that i just noticed in mass effect three that i think amanda even was like i think it was her first moment of wait what so we in her first playthrough of the first mass effect she chose to let the council die in order to you know have a higher chance of beating sovereign and then she chose to let anderson be on the council not uh udina Mm. yes but we get to mass effect 3 and we're supposed to go and talk to the council and first of all the council looks very they say a comment you let the first council die but they look very similar to the original yeah, council yeah. It, yeah it's the same models they're reskinned and yeah they're slightly up like upskinned but they're they're the same like they wear the same outfits and Amanda's like, yeah, they look kind of like the council because remember she went from one, two, three within the course of yeah. like a week. Yeah, so she still remembers what it looks like, and it was upgraded graphics too, right? They caught they caught it all up to yeah. to new standards. So she looked looks like that looks like the old council, and then Udina's on the council. And she's like, that's not the choice I made,
0: hmm. and
2: she's like, I thought I said Anderson. I'm like, yeah, you did because you know about it from one and mm-hmm. two. He's he, they talk about him being on the council number two, yeah, but they don't talk about how he got off the council or what happened. They just she's like, oh, so I guess I just. She's like, I guess I just didn't have a choice in that regard. So there, there is immediate- a one line I think if you talk to him, but it's a throwaway bullshit line. <laughs> exactly to me that, and it's exactly answering what you're talking about, Rob. These decisions that you made that maybe long time ago are just thrown away. And like I get it, there's a lot of changes you have to make, but guess what? You make those changes because that's what this game's about.
0: Yeah, and nobody was gonna cry on on a little bit of missing content. That's a reason to go back and play the game again like mm-hmm. why would you take that away from the player first off or and yourself <laughs> like yeah it was silly it was just silly i completely anyway, agree with you moving on
2: <laughs> it is i think it's what lost most people their love of mass factory whereas you didn't feel like the decisions you made mattered and there's sometimes it was so obvious like the council and the rack queen that it's like ah oh, god that's such a kick in the dick <laughs>
0: so um essentially potentially uh this is like i was just gonna say really quick so edit this out um uh we're probably getting close on alex's time on top of it this has been essentially one huge playing and watching so effectively yeah kind of massively effectively
1: (laughs) massively effectively playing and watching yeah uh (laughs) yeah yeah, i am out of time i do have to get rock and roll in here um likely depending on the quality of this audio it'll be it'll become episode 130 so who knows (laughs) Because episode 131 is... uh uh i'm sorry this would be 131 because episode 131 that we recorded is, is a difficult edit to say the least but uh yeah anyway so it was good talking about my effect again i missed that game i gotta yeah. play the legendary it mm-hmm. is
2: very good um i'm glad i got it on ps5 because i get it at 4k 60 frames mm-hmm. per second so mm-hmm. it's
1: quite nice beautiful all right but i guess we can kind of pick up uh next time on run a geek and fisher podcast and we'll do uh, another a, a more robust playing and watching if you will with with more stuff going on uh for for rob and mine as well and uh and and go from there but uh anyway I, i'm gonna hop off here are we all done then yeah you good excellent all right guys we'll talk to you next time
0: like there's design you're right for like people who can't hear good i want to do other things good as well but uh you can you can actually like boost your hearing it's really impressive
2: let's see who bought sennheiser when, when did they I, I don't remember when they got bought but um iq boost that's what i'm thinking of it's called like iq boost iq boost so headquarters industry founded blah 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 owner sennheiser family well that's useless um are you sure it was founded, sennheiser blah, blah.
0: not like a division of sennheiser
2: um it was the ones that made the headphones like they're like, oh, like u- the head
1: Oh, okay. Oh, are we recording?
2: I guess so. Here we go. In 2021, (laughs) Sennheiser sold its consumer audio division to the Swiss-based hearing aid manufacturer Sonova Group. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. so
0: not that long ago.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Did you want to do... No, but hold
0: on wait 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 don't 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 get too excited though adam's gonna stop the recording kick us all and then we're I, gonna go through this whole process again because we want to make sure <laughs> yeah, but, yeah of course you can see the bar but we want you to see the bar so that you know that you were in this when we cancel it and then have to set up your audio again
1: <laughs> well I think I, hap- like, I think I found i think i found a happy <laughs> medium for the audio so I, I hope to god i don't have to set it up again like
2: uh hey, listen I learned a strong message from Eternal that repeating your tasks over and over again at <laughs> nauseum See, is, is quite fun. So that's what I tried to do society. for
0: you. <laughs> Getting people to just be totally okay with doing slave labor
1: at minimum wage. <laughs> True story.
2: <laughs> he- we here at uh, Ronan. Geek,
1: That's right, we do man. Slave That's right. Labor well, actually, no, no. We, we wage. made a little bit of a wage now, thankfully. Um, so it's been uh, it's been a pretty good run for our bonus content up on Cephalopod. So we have uh, the bonus dep- audio episode up there. The video episodes has been a very good run. So thank you to everyone who has uh, contributed to the uh, to making this worthwhile for Adam and, and also Rob. <laughs> Yeah. i gotta cut you guys a massive check it's gonna be like <laughs> 10 bucks each by the end of the month so
0: oh damn
1: i know whole, i know a
0: whole 10 oh, damn
1: after what uh this is we're on three years now this is basically like our three-year anniversary of, of when this thing officially started yeah so
0: Shit, that's crazy to think about
1: yeah it's ridiculous actually <laughs> it's been three years already um
2: do you, do you guys because i wasn't there the dawn of the dawn of the first day but do you it actually remember what day it was, it was <laughs> when you guys first recorded? <laughs> there no, you I'm go. pretty
0: sure it was a, it was it was a it was a Monday, I think. Actually, uh, <laughs> it was actually a Tuesday. It was always been on Monday. Oh,
1: no, it was mid. You no, know, but do you remember like mid May, March? I think was the official. Like, that's that's some when like tell? episode two came out. That was the Avengers Infinity War episode, I think. So yeah, that that yeah. would have been the official kind of first episode we put out, full length episode.
2: Uh, we got to find out which day it was and do some type
1: of celebration right. whatever day that is. I'm not going tell you the exact date, but uh, I think the older up ep- the oldest episodes, I actually um, took off. So I don't I don't even think they're posted anymore. To be honest with you, yeah, they they just, they
0: were, yeah I think we well, they were pretty garbage. They I mean, sounded like, <laughs> you were so really ashamed rough. of them, e- even
1: by yeah. even by today's remote you know podcasting standard, they sounded rough.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was not great, but uh, well. Yeah. yeah, we have evolved. A lot of we can say we've evolved. We have yeah. evolved. And we like I don't Pokemon. think we, need to, we don't really need to celebrate anything. I think